This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie and I am here with Susan and we're back in a manner of sorts as all the energy has been tumultuous all over the place. And I'm sure for our listeners as well, a lot has been going on because a lot has been going on with us. Yet, and a know, lot astrologically too. Yes, I think. a planetarily and astrologically. And so, if you're feeling a little funky or lost, or <laughs> we're right there with you. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. if it hasn't seemed that way, you know, we've been out here doing a lot of research for a lot of different projects we're working on, and yet. You know, the energy is cool right now if you can access it in the way that's truly you. And so, you know, if you look at what's going on in the news, which you really don't want to do because it often doesn't help you. I mean, all the stuff going on with, you know, the different Democratic platforms and the Republican platforms and the stuff about Trump and, Mm -hmm. hey, Oprah's, you know, giving money to colleges and sending out new iPhones for crack screens and doing all this wonderful stuff and and Jennifer Anderson is what on her new Apple show or whatever and blah 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 you would think I'd be highly into celebrity but who cares well it's it's interesting cuz I haven't been as into what's going on out there because just for personal reasons I have had a lot of things that I've been struggling with on my own but what I have read you know, when I do my own research and what I see is it really is a time for change. Change is occurring and change is happening. And I think a lot of what you're referring to is really how people approach it. Are they embracing change and going completely, you know, crazy change? Or are they gravitating back towards where they always go? I mean, you and I have had a lot of conversations that haven't made it onto, you know, podcasts because... Mm-hmm. We just have them in, you know, whatever. We don't have anything running. But the last one we had, we were actually talking about Steve Martin Mm -hmm. and how he has made some huge adjustments in his life at different times when Mm -hmm. things were going really well. He was a writer for some of the biggest shows. He decided to go on his own. Right. And then, you know, as as a a comic, stand-up comic, and then as he started to doing that, he tried to do things differently. And... And not to sit here and make this a conversation about Steve Martin, but when I look at myself, and I think this is a, a period of huge change. Ch- huge changes are coming. Right. And I try, and I use the word try, that's not, it's very descriptive as to how I'm feeling. I try to bring those type of changes to into my own life. Right. And not make these little kind of baby step changes like we talk about Oprah you know we we keep sitting here and we thinking about Oprah and we say you know we were talking about whether or not you know she runs for the presidency or not and we're not here to tell her what to do and not do because you know and I know people say why do you always say you don't know whoever you're talking about but I think it's important to know that we're not having conversations so what we say is our own speculation right that wouldn't she want to do something different right and it seems like she keeps, I mean, what you just said, everybody you just mes- mentioned, right. even Jennifer Aniston, like, isn't there like a change? Isn't there something that's different that people want to see is different? And 
I think a lot of this relates to the stuff that we've done. We wrote a lot of books, mm-hmm. and we didn't wait. We we didn't submit our writing to anybody mm-hmm. because because the way that the world is changing, there's you can you, you know self you can there's publish resources. you can yeah. to do that to right. to publish on your own right. So we said, why would we do that? We just went and started doing it. And yet, there, you know, if you look outside, you keep seeing everybody's doing things traditional way, and you feel a little angst of, like, you're trying to do it. Well, you know, that, that, that really kind of bowls right into this whole other arena, too, because when you look at podcasts, I mean, we've been talking mm. since we met. Right. And, you know, I just happened to take out a recorder, and luckily we grabbed some of that, and, you know, we went in when podcasts started. Right. It was kind of like, you know, I'd say ham radio, and then when all the quote-unquote celebrity comes in, mm-hmm. it's like, who cares? Know. You know, I'd rather listen to the regular, everyday person. And the reason why we, you know, talk about, you know, Donald Trump or Oprah, or these are names that you can say, oh, okay, I quote-unquote know that person. I know of who you're talking about you know if we talk about someone down the street you you don't have a quick you know i like to almost talk really fast about stuff Mm -hmm. and not have to go into the whole description hey susan the secret's out oh no (laughs) well they can't tell from my accent but probably from yours yeah we're from boston but the really funny thing is our stuff is all over we have four podcast shows you can find them on spotify and you can find them everywhere you listen to podcasts and we have lots of books and ebooks on amazon and that's worldwide so do you feel adventuresome sure when do you guys think the right time to put up the Christmas tree is? Well, at least any day from tomorrow on. I held back and I didn't put it up yet. What about Julie? Julie? I would say yesterday! Get it up! Well, you know what? For anybody who says it's too early or too late to put up a tree, you know what has no bounds on time? It's Christmas trivia. You can do it anytime. It's a lot of fun and you can get people in the spirit so they're more apt to put their tree up a little bit earlier. Oh, I like that idea. I love it. And you can get a great trivia book by Julie Benetti on Amazon today. And so when we bring that up, you go, okay, yeah, I know Oprah. And then when we start talking about the energy aspects of it, and in our podcast and in our writing, I mean, we really go full into the intent and the integrity and... You know, when you notice that resources are all around you, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you want to use them for your benefit? And in this season now, which is so right, what you're saying, that, you know, fall is huge for change Mm -hmm. and just the holidays that are there and what occurs. And, you know, I have to say something funny about the whole Jennifer Aniston (laughs) thing because... All they say is, oh, my God, she broke Instagram, you know, because she went on Instagram, opened up an account, and had, like, millions of followers in a few hours. And so, you know, that's great, but big deal. Mm. Hello, everybody. Who cares? Mm. And so, and the reason why I say that is not, you know, I'm jealous and I want followers or I want any of that. The reason why I say that is because the metrics that you you know, put against your life can hurt you or can help expand you into something beautiful. So why would you give yourself the metrics of how many followers followers you have or how many likes you have? And so where I'm trying to kind of roll this into is when you get into podcasts, we're sitting here talking and we get into the energy 
and it expands in this really cool way and we invite our listeners into that yet if we're sitting here thinking about metrics right and how many followers someone else mm-hmm. has and we're we're pivoting ourselves against you know this description of somebody else that's that's harmful for ourselves why would i want to why would i want to set that up as a barrier for myself but one thing that um, I would say if there's a metric that we use, I mean, and, and I'm not saying that no, we never happen to look and see what's going on, or, right. but what I'm trying to make more of a point of in my own life is we also read some of these esoteric books. Yes. I mean, we can, we can bring it down a notch and, ta- and say Shakespeare, and we can say Dante Alighieri, we can talk mm-hmm. about Jane Austen, some of the more, co- I will say more contemporary, even though they're not contemporary, mm-hmm. but they're a little bit more well-known. We are now going way to the other side. We've gone so far back, we're into the Kabbalion, we're into Hermetica with Hermes Trismegistus, we're right. into um, some of Giordano Bra- uh, Bruno. Yep. And so, What's uh, for me? So when I talk about metrics, and I said this to you, my goal—it's it, an immediate goal. To, to I guess you'd say I don't want to make it sound like I've got this big because it changes. Is we're really taking some of this old philosophy and bringing it to today, and that's where again, just like you said, if you talk about Trump, everybody knows who we're talking yeah. about. If you talk about Jennifer Aniston. We know who every we know who everyone's talking about. If we're going to sit here and talk about Joe down the street, nobody knows who Joe right. down the street is, right? right. So, right. you know, so instead, and and this is a practice, instead of using a metric for us to define ourselves as to how successful or quote unsuccessful we are, I sort of like to say, what else can we bring in? And we're not doing it like anyone else. I mean, there are people that, you know, we've talked to people about um, interviewing and bringing in people to interview or whether Mm -hmm. we get interviewed. And it's kind of like, I'm sick of hearing about it. I was originally even thinking about doing a podcast and interviewing the everyday person and talking about what we talk about. But... I don't know. At this point, it just hasn't worked out technology-wise. I'm not a techie. You're my techie. <laughs> so, but I, I think, you know, and, and the reason I mention this is because we do read these ancient texts and we do podcasts and the specific ones because we go so deep with it, but then we like to take it to, de- to today's, I'll say, issues. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, and, and it's a hard thing because nobody else is going to say to you, Oh, what a great metric. But you and I know that that metric really works. How far do we get? Right. When the end of the day, and I'm not, I hate to use this cliche, but it's like how many Oprah aha moments someone might say. I don't call them aha moments because mm-hmm. we know it's something different. It's an awakening within you. Mm-hmm. And when we come out and we've had a conversation and I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking about something differently. And you and I, we maybe do another podcast about a conversation we had earlier today where you said something, and I'm like, I get it. You know, Mm -hmm. I take a philosophical Mm -hmm. idea, something we've read, and then how do I put it in my life? How do I help to train myself to do something different? Because nobody else there tells you that. There's no, this is the pathway to do it. We all have to find our own. And you helped me hugely today. And that could take a whole, maybe that'll be another podcast we do, because... Mm -hmm. 
it's huge. So there's a there's and there's something about you know I don't want to just go to this coin phrase, but the popularity factor. And I, and I have to tell you, I mean the, mm-hmm. the Christmas season is coming, and this could be a plug, but you know I did do the Christmas trivia book, and one of the most fascinating things that I learned was about the movie It's a Wonderful Life. You know, everybody knows that movie, It's a Wonderful Life, with Jimmy Stewart. People love it. They don't love it. They gotta, They have to see it every Christmas season. And one of the fascinating things about it, there's many fascinating things about that story, but one of the huge reasons why it became popular is because it went into the public domain. And what I mean is what it, it went into the public domain is I mean the rights of it. Right. So mm-hmm. the copyright, everything went into the public domain. Somebody forgot to renew whatever the the, um, the studio was. Somebody forgot to renew it, and it went into the public domain. So guess what? The TV stations could show it for practically nothing. Right. So if you have free stuff that you can show, I mean, okay, now we have the internet and etc. Blah blah blah. But back in that, you know, ten, twenty years, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, you could show it for free. You could show it all the right. time and then just get free advertising right. money. So people started to see it. So where I'm going here is the popularity factor was based in the metric of mm. people seeing it all the time and it becoming familiar and oh I love this and oh this is great and then it becomes a tradition. And so the funny part about it is, so how is the popularity guided? It was guided by someone forgetting to renew. Well, the, the, now as the popularity so now, thing is who pays. You can't. Exactly. You're, you're stuck. Exactly. You have to pay. And so the reason, the reason mm-hmm. why I also went into stuff in the public domain, the really cool part is, I mean, also, you know, like Jane Austen stuff, and I know some of it is, is bounded by her trust or whatever mm-hmm. in the family, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and I'm not going into the whole legality yeah, of that. Hear that. But what another. I'm generically saying is a lot of the classics that you can go into one of the bookstores and you find it printed up in a different way and they have different imprints is because it's in the public domain. You can get tons of stuff for free online because it's in the public domain. And where I'm going is some of these old ancient texts that are not just quite popular right now, you can get, you know, in the public domain. And it's like, why aren't they popular? Because somebody hasn't... You know why? Because it's not... not, one of the big, you know, people. Right. It's not right. on Oprah's list. Because somebody else hasn't told you it's popular. Well, you know what? I'm going to say it. Shame on you. Mm. Do you need someone else to tell you what's popular? You need someone else to like your post? Do you need someone else to come on and, and you have how many millions of followers in four hours? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm. So really, the metric you're setting yourself up for, you know, really beware that it's what you're, is really important to you. And we don't know the truth. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I just mm-hmm. had to say one thing. We just posted a really funny, um, a, a funny um, post, mm-hmm. and it goes in there, and it shows like three likes. And then when it goes into the detail of the the metrics, it shows you know zero reach. And I'm like, well, that's funny because what's the truth here? Right. And it's, it doesn't matter how many yeah. likes or whatever, but it just it's funny that it, even the even the systems don't talk to right. each other. So. Right. But look, at, but look what you're relying on. You're relying mm-hmm. on technology to tell you something, that, and we're really in the energy because we had we laughed our heads off post, right. and we just kept on laughing. To me, that's the space. That's the metric. We and were I, in a good you know, space. We, we were laughing. We were having a good time. That's the metric. And I think that's where people 
are trying to get to. Mm-hmm. I, I think people are sick and... I mean, I know you just said that about Jennifer Aniston. I didn't hear that, and I, I'm not saying... I just happened to for some funny reason. I'm, I mean, I hate to say it, and nothing against her, but aren't people sick and tired hearing about Jennifer Aniston? Isn't she sick, sick of her personal life always being thrown out there? Mm-hmm. And, and nothing against her, but I'm just kind of tired of it. Like, do, doesn't... Isn't there anything else out there to stimulate my thinking, my brain, and where I'm going? Yeah, you say and that, and look at Trump. I mean, it's been nonstop. I don't, I don't know. He's got some kind of battery on him or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, does he have a moment off? I mean, and then he's always on Twitter. And Saturday Night Live had some really funny stuff. You know, Alec Baldwin was on there, and I have to say, I love Alec Baldwin. But now it's almost like he's like Ellen. He's on everything. I opened up Twitter and he was advertising some Bitcoin thing. And he was over here and he's over there and he's the voice of this. I love him. He's great. Yet, isn't it funny how, you know, the popularity moves like that? But, no, you know, should anybody be telling you what's popular and who's popular? But that's great for Alec Baldwin and everyone else. But, you know, it's, it's like sometimes we were talking about, you know, when you're living your life. Do you look outside to get validation mm. of you are living your life? And are you moving at the speed you think you should be moving? And and I got to tell you, when you look outside and you start judging yourself, I don't know anyone who comes out saying, I feel great about that. Mm. Hi, this is Julie here with Susan. What's one of the favorite books that we've written together? My favorite would be Energetic Invocations mm. because you tricked me into writing it. <laughs> And it wrote itself, and I just was grateful to be a part of it. I like all the books we've written. We've had so much fun, but that's probably my favorite. What you know, you? I agree with you. I love Energetic Invocations. The invocations, they're really powerful. And I love the way it slides into the Ender Scripts. Awesome. Isn't it interesting, Julie, that you and I both grew up outside of Boston, one town away from each other. And it took, I'm just <laughs> going to say, over 40 years for us to meet and do these podcasts. And the minute we started doing them, they just keep coming faster and faster. Don't you find that fascinating? Sounds like wine or is it cheese to me? I think it's kismet (laughs) and I think if we go with that, everything that we're saying has been set up divinely for us to say it. Agreed. So what are we doing here, Susan? We're doing commercials. That's right. We're doing ads. But what are we selling? I don't know. What are we selling, Danny? I don't know. What are you selling? Everybody's selling something. Aren't we selling something? I don't know. My father used to ask me all the time, what the heck are you selling? (laughs) So I can imagine why, but let's get back to focus on what we're talking about here. We're talking about content. Content and energy. So many to choose from. Enjoy. And if you like the energy of this ad, hello, come along with us. Four podcasts, tons of books, tons of ebooks, everywhere. And meet the authors. <laughs> I think, um, and I'm making a, a bigger statement here. I think, and and I have to say, I know some very successful people. And you know something if you're not good with who you are inside it doesn't matter how much money you have it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. where you are and what you've done you can still be miserable and so looking outside is never a great metric for valuing and evaluate and evaluating who you are and where you are and so that metric has to somehow come from inside and i think mm-hmm. 
a lot of the stuff that we're doing is we're taking ancient texts and we're going back to some really cool, fascinating reads and about energy and about, it's really philosophical and we're taking that and we're really bringing it to the 21st century and, and, and listening to what's going on today and saying, wow, let's look at this differently and my own metrics <clears throat> for myself and I have my own moments. Mm. I think brings a whole lot more sense, not just for me feeling better about who I am, but a better sense is what makes sense to evaluate myself with. Right. And I, I think for me, you know, we've talked about how energy is energy and energy is here. And, you know, the Corpus Hermeticum, you know, Hermes Trismegistus, Hermetica, the Kabbalion, it's all around you. It's mm -hmm. here. So, you know, the matter is, what do you raise the volume on? Do you raise the volume on the crap and all the mass media and everything that goes on out there? Or do you raise the volume on, you know, the energy that's around you, that's there to be supportive, so that's there would, for you to utilize? So what would happen if everybody got into the energy? Mm. How would the government govern? Mm. How would the government be able to tell you this is the way things are, other than to keep you focused on outside? Look outside. We're showing you what the way things are. Right. And if you, you kind of let all that go, well, then more things open up. Right. And, you know, something fascinating about what you just said as well is that we don't know. You know, we're told all these people are watching this. All this occurs. All, right. We don't know. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> I mean, you just said we looked at a post. It was, you know, three people and it's not showing up. So, you know, we really don't know you think everybody out there i mean that's what kind of stops you from going further inside and expanding outside inside to your outside i mean we think everybody out there is kind of doing something or not or you know when you start to get into that 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 even destroys the metrics and you know we we started doing this because it was even in the beginning of energetic invocations when we wrote the book it was really nothing made sense we looked at so many different pieces of life and none of it made sense looking outside, going from the outside in and doing what people would say and looking at it and none of it made sense. And you know, when I start looking at some of the issues that pop up in our culture today, they just don't make sense to me. And one thing I've been, you know, very loud about is the whole school shootings. Like, and people talk about that, but it just becomes, you know, everyday talk. I, I don't understand that. That just, mm. just completely doesn't make sense to me. And and so, not to go into any specific down some, some specific road, but when you take a step back and you start looking at things, and you're like, wait a second, why do I believe this? Why do I believe that? And we started looking at everything. Why do we? What have people told us? What have we been, a story that we've been told, you play this role. We talk about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And none of it made sense. And so we really did some deep soul searching. And again, we went back to some of these ancient texts. And some of them a little bit more recent. Like, and then we went back to just the 50s, which is, right. you know, the 1950s, which is an ancient. Believe it or not, to some of you might be thinking it is. Yet some of those folks during that time were drawing on things from, you know, hundreds of years right. before. So there's, there's a thread there. And I think we're at a point right now that it's coming forward again. I look at some of the stuff in social media. I don't go out often, but when I do... 
I, I hear people saying a lot of the same, uh, similar things. And so then I sit back and I ask myself, well, is this like a reminder for me that we're, we're, we're you know, keep going with where you're going? It's not so far off because, you know, you, you have to find things on social media. You think that you post something and everybody who's your follower sees it. But we know that's not the case. Mm. Your posts don't get shown to everybody, even if you're just putting it out there and you think they are. But Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I mean, we, we all know they're interrelated too, but it's a business, right? And you mm. want something, you got to pay for it. So we think. And so if I have that understanding, and yet I still see things of mm. people saying similar stuff to us, mm. similar, not exactly the same, but similar, that tells me there are a heck of a lot of people out there that feel the same way we do. And that's why we're doing this. Mm. That's with, that's why we're doing it. Right. And the, the minute you feel that someone doesn't feel the same way you do, well, you know, then you got to kind of do some reflection because is that really the truth? And to me, you know, I've always said to you, to me, social media is like opening up your window and screaming outside really loudly and then closing the window. Who knows who's going to hear it? Who knows what's going to happen? But, you know, it's we use social media in a different way. Yet, you know, it can affect you in different ways as well. And in the relation of, you know, metrics, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, we've we've talked a lot about Oprah and, and running right. and, like, what would be the next step because we look and she, she actually is kind of sort of in your face mm. a lot. And she's doing interviews and she's being Oprah and, you know, we kind of grew up on her too in certain, yep. you know, time periods. Of her show and everything. Well, you are old to And her magazine in a couple of years, not much, but yeah, thanks. <laughs> and, and you know, there's a lot of wisdom with that, you know, wealth of age. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And, you know, the same for Oprah. I mean, Oprah's older than me, which, you know, doesn't mean anything. People are older than each other. Yet, you know, you look at that and, and you kind of, you know, can ascertain well you know what's going to happen and and what would she do and why would she do it and what would be her metrics and it's funny because you go to trump and if his metrics are going to rallies and getting that support and that boo-ha you know let's go that's well, he creates his own metrics and mm -hmm. i just think to take again i always try to take the you know the bird's eye view and take a step back I always ask, what does this mean for me? Right, right. And, and I think that's what's important is we talk about Oprah, and I can't understand why she wouldn't run for president. I just, I, I can't understand it because what she's doing to me sounds so boring. Mm. It sounds mm. almost painfully boring. I, I, I couldn't imagine. And so I would think, well, what's the next step? And maybe there's another step for her. I'm not saying that's it. But I, I take that and I'm not pointing the finger at her right. or at Trump. Right. I'm pointing it at myself, saying, what else is there for me? And I think that's what our listeners are asking, too. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.